Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. You know, nothing to talk about yet. Um, well, the flames are good. There's plenty to talk about. It's nice for a change. <laughs> the flyers, too. Who would have thought? Welcome to Checking Out the Competition. Calgary. 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 <laughs> I, always, <laughs> I always struggle with which annoying Canadian way I'm going to say Calgary. Let's go with Calgary today. The Calgary Flames, and we are joined by Mark Parkinson, the managing editor of Matchsticks and Flames. How are you doing, Mark? Good. How are you, Kelly? Thanks for having us. Um, I do the same thing. I struggle with is it Calgary, <laughs> Calgary, Calgary. I'm from Massachusetts, so we don't pronounce anything right anyway. So it's just yeah. <laughs> it's a hot mess. Literally, when we do our podcast, I think I pronounce it six different ways during the podcast, which is That's awesome. the best way to do it. Yeah. That way you just cover all your bases. Yeah. And I'm sure the people in Alberta aren't very happy <laughs> with how we pronounce anything. So it's all good. <laughs> and they're, they're the most, um, you know, reasonable Canadian people, the Albertans. <laughs> <laughs> sure. You say so. I, I don't know. I'm not from there, so I don't know. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I know. Um, right. Hockey. So it has been quite a long time since we've seen the Calgary Flames, just like all the other Canadian teams. So it has been a long time since we've checked in on what's up with them. So I guess kind of high level, uh, what's been going on with the Flames over the last year and a half? Well, uh, last year and a half, let's see, uh, there's been uh, one, two, now three coaches, um, which is always interesting. (laughs) It's all no big deal. Uh, Normal, yeah. (laughs) Like Flyers go, at least we have coaches, you know, so it's all good. Um, I think that's actually the last time we spoke. We were trying to figure out how many Flyers goalies have played this season. I think we came up with like seven. That's how long it's been. Um, but yeah, the Flames, um, you know, uh, up and down, not real good uh, the last two, you know, season and a half. But um, this year, uh, best team in the Western Conference, top of the Pacific. I, I'm not going to lie. Like I did that. not see this coming based on uh, <laughs> off-season acquisitions. I didn't with. Nikita Zadorov and Eric Goodbranson coming in. Um, I didn't really see the Flames being uh, the best Big team games. in the West. I mean, still early, still early. But yeah, um, you know, things are kind of status quo. It's every week is, is Johnny going to stay? Is Johnny going to go? Um, why does Matthew Kachuk look sad? Why does Sean <laughs> Monahan have my grandmother's hip? You know, these type of, <laughs> these type of issues. But um, hey, Elias Lindholm's fantastic. And so is Andrew Mangiapane. So, you know. Speaking of Johnny Gaudreau, are you going to be sad when he is traded to the Flyers at the deadline this year? Because I'm I'm actually manifesting that. It's part of my daily routine. I'm just going to speak it into existence. <laughs> yeah, um, no, I just feel like you're going to be sad when he signs a, like a six-year contract with the Flames to stay a member of the Flames for the rest uh, of his life, which is what I mean, I'm hoping, which is what I want, we all want. But I mean, I think do it, that. Yeah, but I, you know, to hope, a glimmer of hope on your end, Calgary still needs to re-up Matthew Kachuk and um, Andrew Mangiapane is tied for the league lead in goals with uh, Elias Lindholm. Um, Andrew Mangiapane is going to require a lot of fundage this uh, when his contract is up. So one of those three has to go. 
Um, in a perfect world, if we're making an Xbox hockey team, I don't want any of them to go. But um, yeah, I mean, Goudreau would probably be the odd man on, which sounds so stupid when it comes out of somebody's mouth. It's pretty wild. You know, it is nuts. But like, I mean, play-wise, uh, and I'll probably catch a lot of flack for this, I would probably right now sign Manjupani and Goudreau and find a way to maybe move Kachuk in a deal or something. I don't know. I just I just can't see in a world where you just sit there and be like, yeah, Goudreau's the one that's got to go. Because it just doesn't make any sense at all. It, it would be, I mean, if I were a Flames fan, it would be a difficult thing to accept. Yeah, 100%. Because you, you got to just, if you're, you just have to figure out a way to keep him unless he really just doesn't want to stay. I feel like you, you have to figure out a way to keep him. Yeah, and I'm not in the, obviously, I'm not in that locker room and in the city or anything else, but, I mean, word on the street from there is he's, you know, everybody says they never want to leave anywhere. I mean, you know, unless you're playing in Buffalo. You know, <laughs> right. <places> like that. <laughs> People are begging to get out. But, um, yeah, I, just, I to me, I just, I, I would love to see him stay. I just don't know financially how it would work with mm-hmm. Gaudreau, Monahan, uh, Manjupani, and Kachuk, you know, needing new contracts unless they move Monahan's contract somewhere and someone was willing to take that hip and that money and you know go from there so I don't know so they should yeah, I just want, I don't want to talk should, about it it makes me sad no okay <laughs> no, they should sure. just um they should just Tampa Bay Lightning him and just send his contract to the LTIR just right. long enough to get everybody signed in the off season and then figure it out later <laughs> I know, right? It's, it's, you wish like hockey had that baseball thing. You like you pay the luxury tax. We're like, yeah, we just gotta overpay for everybody. We'll just deal that's with it. The dream, you know? right? But that's never gonna happen in hockey. So probably not. So, so yeah. like you said, the Flames are doing pretty well so far to start the season. Um, mm-hmm. Top of the Western Conference, which also makes them top of the Pacific Division. Um, I talked about this but- a little bit with the uh, Edmonton kid that I talked to the other day mm-hmm. that the Pacific seems like a fairly weak conference after you get past Vegas who aren't playing very well now but you have to assume that at some point they're going to turn that around because they're good um I mean that's not to say that like Calgary and Edmonton aren't good teams but like it doesn't seem like a conference that's going to have the kind of battles that we're unfortunately going to see in the metro with the Flyers so do you think that this Flames team, as currently constructed, could take advantage of that kind of shallow Western Conference and go on some kind of playoff run? I'm sure that's easy to talk about, like, six games into the season, but, <laughs> like, you know. I like how you politely said the Pacific sucks, which was nice, so we appreciate that. <laughs> it, is, it is a nightmare division. Yeah. Um Honestly, the way Calgary's playing right now, I think everybody's buying into Sutter hockey, um, which is score four goals in the first period and then, you know, stand everybody up in the neutral zone and clog the blue line. Um, don't allow a lot of shots. Although last night, uh, Jacob Markstrom did make 45 saves in a 4 nothing shutout of the Crosby, Malkin, Latangless Penguins, which is, I, I don't know whether that's good or bad or not. But um, the Pacific, I mean, it's weird to say the Kings are young. Because I always felt like for years the Kings were the oldest team in the league. They that was were. like the reti- they were the Florida of the NHL. Like everybody went there to you know retire and disappear. Um, but you know they're gonna they're gonna struggle. Uh, San Jose will probably struggle as well. I think the Kraken are gonna be a fun team to watch. I don't I have 
you know, their first couple of games, they were right. I think they'll go up and down as it goes. Vegas, Vegas is a hard um, expansion team to emulate. Like that's a, that's almost lightning in a bottle. Like that's hard yeah. to make that happen. Um, and I think Vegas will come around, obviously good team veterans lead on that squad. I think they'll be all right. Um, Vancouver, Vancouver, Vancouver's very much like Calgary. Yeah, uh, there's lots of highs, lots of lows, and they usually end up somewhere in the middle going, oh, wow, we're just bad enough to not be good, but just good enough to not be bad, <laughs> you know, type scenario. But um, honestly, I think at the Flames, it's Andrew Manjapani's not going to have, he's not going to be a goal a game player. Obviously, I don't think he's going to score 82 goals this season. Um, same thing with Elias Lindholm. Uh, Goudreau's not going to be a more than an assist. I mean, I think he's on pace to have like 125 points or something, something ridiculous like that. It's so totally those things aren't going to continue. Um, <laughs> Jacob Markstrom is not going to continue to play lights out. These things all happen. But I think if Calgary keeps buying into what Sutter's preaching to them, and that's Calgary's always been a slow starting team. And um, all of a sudden they come out of the, you know, they, they come over the boards flying. And last night it was two nothing the other night against new jersey it was four nothing and i know those are pittsburgh played depleted new jersey's not good uh, but you got to beat who you're playing obviously and i think if the flames can kind of keep doing playing that style of hockey i honestly i think the flames could contend for that division i would not be surprised if they were one of the teams that makes the playoffs out of that division just mm -hmm. based on how bad everything else is so it's kind of like a backhanded compliment to the team that i cover and like <laughs> if that makes I mean, any sense I don't, I mean, I wish the Flyers were playing in a conference like the Pacific. It would just make yeah. everything way less stressful. Like, you want the team to be good, but they don't need to. I feel like the Flyers are going to have a very tough time just because all of the teams in the Metro are good. So it's going to be whatever. That's for that future Kelly to worry about. Well, that's the thing. Like, when they came out east, I looked at it. I'm like, all right, Detroit, they're playing well, but it's still the Red Wings. You know, like, it was like, you, okay, you, you deal with Detroit. But then. Calgary had to go through Washington, New York, um, and uh, Pittsburgh. And I, it, the Washington game, Calgary went up 3-0, then gave up three straight goals. Tide went to overtime and beat Ovechkin and the Capitals in overtime. So it's not like they played a depleted Washington team, and that was right. with their backup goaltender. So there is something to be, you know, great. You had a three-goal lead. You blew the three-goal lead. But your backup goalie got you a win in Washington on a Saturday mm -hmm. afternoon where the Flames typically don't play well anyway. So. Five and zero on an East Coast trip. I'll take it. You know? Yes, pretty. They haven't swept. They haven't swept an East Coast trip. They haven't swept a. They haven't had a five-game winning streak since 2007. Never mind oh sweeping God. an East Coast trip. And wow. uh, there was a crazy stat last night. They uh, the Penguins the way they shut them out. It's the first time they shut out the Penguins in Pittsburgh since 1982. So, oh my God. Yeah. So Calgary's playing good hockey. I'll take it. That's wild. How does our old friend Tyler Pitlick look? Tyler Pitlick, now that he's uh, he's off IR and he's skating, he's been a pretty good uh, contributing factor to the Flames. He's playing bottom six minutes, obviously, but um, mm -hmm. hasn't done anything that I've watched where I've been like, oh, my God, get Tyler Pitlick off the ice. Um, he's yeah. he's played well. I think he's going to be a good addition to that bottom six, depending on whether he's on, you know, Calgary's third line or fourth line. It's pretty much in Calgary. There's the Goudreau, Lindholm, Kachuk line. And then Daryl Sutter just kind of throws people in a blender and sees where mm -hmm. they end up. But, um, you know, Pitlick's been out there skating with Lucic um, and Monaghan. Uh, that line's outside of Monaghan has played well. Um, so, yeah, I think everybody's pretty happy with what they've seen out of Tyler Pitlick for what he's um, what he's going to do for Calgary. I don't think anybody expects him to be a, 
you know, a major point producer, but if he can bring, you know, if he can bring some energy and play solid hockey, not turn the puck over, you know, and have, you know, you know when the puck's on a stick, do a couple of decent things. I think that's more than you can ask for. He was a very good fourth liner here. Yeah. I think you guys and will that, like him. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's where he's going to settle in because mm-hmm. the other options, I mean, there was a, a kid, Glenn Godden, who got sent back down to Stockton once Pitlick was ready to go along with Brad Richardson. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> between the time, I'm much happier with Pitlick than I am the idea of Richardson getting minutes. So. So as you've been saying, the Flames are playing very good hockey right now. What is the thing that is, I mean, I'm sure the easy answer is like the very good top line that's scoring lots of goals. But um, apart from that, like what is the thing that's going the most right for them right now? Uh, Calgary's defense. Um, Mm -hmm. Losing Mark Giordano seemed like uh, like it was a big hit. And I think it was a big hit because... He was the longstanding captain, uh, second longest running captain in Calgary history behind Jerome McGinley. Um, But, you know, and you never like to speak ill of a guy who was great in the community, great with the team, you know, decent leader. Uh, his game was not good the last two, three years. He was after his Norris Trophy season, his season, his stats and game really fell off a table. Uh, there were reports of issues in the locker room last year with him being the captain and Kachuk being, you know, Matthew Kachuk and the Flames management potentially and you know players asking him to tone it down and i think the big the big concern this season was how good is the flames defense going to be without mark giordano and it's kind of actually better without him um rasmus anderson has really stepped up to take over that role of calgary's top defender um he's been paired with noah hannafin hannafin's out right now um he's been dinged up not sure how long he's going to be out but uh, he and noah hannafin have been a fantastic pair and once Daryl Sutter finally got past the fact that he didn't need giant Nikita Zadorov on the ice and he brought Oliver Shillington back in, Chris Tanev's game has come back to where it was uh, last season. Tanev was getting dragged down by Zadorov big time. And Oliver Shillington has been a revelation. We've been not even beating the drum. We've been like throwing the drum into the offices of the Calgary plant, <laughs> begging for Oliver Shillington to get a chance because he's honestly one of Calgary's best skaters. Hmm. Um and he's the defense is actually settled in. They're undefeated since he's been in the lineup. Uh, we've had a point in every game since he's been in the lineup. So he's uh he's done really well to settle in with Chris Tandev. They've been a really good pairing. And uh, you know, the Calgary's bottom bottom pairing of the young guy uh, Uso Valamaki. Uh, his game has now stepped up now that he's not you know playing with another younger player. Michael Stone stepped in last night because uh, Hannafin was out to take that role, and Stone played really well. So. Um, I think they mean the Flames defense does make some gaffes. You know, they're not mm-hmm. they're not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. But um, yeah, the the defense I think has been the the biggest surprise so far this season for me, and in a good way, because I expected it to be bad. What's the worst thing about the team right now? Uh, God, it's tough to complain when you're, you know, you want to talk straight. But um, <laughs> I think you know I'm going to go with uh, Matthew Kachuk's play. Um, and that's, that's kind of nitpicky, uh, only two goals on the season, not like, you know, looked, looked good in the first two games came out, fired up. And now he's kind of, he's settled in. He looks, doesn't look, uh, not, I guess engaged or mopey, but there's something off again about Mm -hmm. his game. And maybe it's just that, you know, the flames right now don't need him to carry them because they're getting such good play from Lindholm, Anshupani, Michael Backlund, Dylan Dubé, Gaudreau, those guys. So Kachuk kind of disappears a little bit right now but his his play right now is is off there's something there um doesn't appear to be dinged up or anything it's just it was that you know the drive at the start of the season we saw the the old kachuk doing things like you know where he tried to 
he was on the bench and he put a stick up trying to stop a puck from going out of play, just doing weird Kachuk <laughs> things. And those seem to have disappeared. So I don't know if he's just in a funk or whatever, but um, his play right now is a little bit disappointing. That And that's nitpicky, like the worst thing. You could put Monaghan on there, but I didn't have a lot of expectations for Monaghan coming into this season anyway. So yeah, Kachuk's yeah, play has been off. It does seem like Kachuk is at his best when he's like a true agent of chaos. Yes. 100%. On the ice. That's yeah. kind of his thing. Yeah, when when he's out there doing things behind the play that are angering people, that's when he's at his right. best because that's when he scores right. goals. I would just maybe like to see him shoot the puck normally. I'm kind of tired of watching him go between his legs and not score. <laughs> how are the special the, teams looking? Special teams are uh, the power play is, you know, it comes and goes. The penalty kill is really good. Calgary's okay. uh, really settled in there. The PK has been good. Um, It's the PK, I believe the other day was top six uh, going mm-hmm. into a game. Power play is middle of the pack. So it's pretty standard for the flames. Um, but yeah, it, last night, uh, Calgary had to kill a five on three. Um, it was who I'm trying to think of who took a penalty. There was somebody took a high sticking penalty and then Branson went all like Jason Voorhees on somebody and picked up a four minute <laughs> for high sticking. He, you know, he made somebody leak. So he was in the box and they had to, they had to kill that off. And Markstrom faced, I think seven shots on that, penalty kill and stopped them all um, and Calgary did they blocked a couple shots stone had a big block um, so yeah the penalty kill looks really good it's it's you know okay. but and Sutter sometimes runs you know the four forwards one defenseman on the power play sometimes runs the three to def- three forwards two defensemen just depends on I think where the game is going at that point uh, what the score is you know what they're looking to do but um, you know the top power play line should be getting you know more looks and, and better looks. The second, Monaghan still plays on that top one, which is weird. Lucic is down on the second power play, which is hmm. seems, you know, odd, but he's having a good season as well. So, you know, uh, special teams, nothing to really complain about right now. Very impressed with the penalty kill, though. All right. So, I mean, the short of it is we're going to be facing a Calgary Flames team that's pretty much firing on all cylinders right now. Yes, and will be rested and, mm-hmm. you know, have had, a, you know, not just barreling through that East. Um, so they'll have, you know, yeah. I, the thing I think Philly has to watch out for and be cognizant of is the flames do like to come out and play really strong in the first period. Um, you know, if Calgary gets a two or three goal lead, it's tough. Um, I don't think they've trailed in a game since the season opener against Edmonton. Oh wow! Um, so it's once they get a lead, they really bear down and play that physical brand of Sutter hockey. They hit, um, you know, they're heavy in the corners. They pin you in. Um, they they stand you up at the blue line. They make your zone entries tough. So, and Jacob Markstrom has been just bananas lights out. I mean, his two shutouts came on that road trip. Um, he's just been, he's been phenomenal. So, yeah, it's it's it'll be a tough game for Philly. I mean, I think Calgary's, what, five? They've won five out of the last six or six out of their last seven at home against mm. Philly. So, um you know, and then you're making the uh, where's Philadelphia playing before that? Is this like that they have we, a day off? Right? Yeah, they they played back to back Vancouver and Edmonton. OK, they're off tonight and then Calgary tomorrow. And then Calgary. OK, so both teams will be rested. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's, you make that trip from, you know, east to west or west to east. It's not easy no matter what. Um, so but yeah, I think you, you're going to have a a very in in the zone goaltender and Jacob mm-hmm. Markstrom waiting for you. Um, Goudreau always seems to play well against, you know, like the devils and flyers teams like, the, you know, for impress his new team. <laughs> ah, you're funny. You're funny. You're funny. 
you're probably right though. Uh, so, <laughs> so, yeah, I think um, you know, I think the Flyers have got a good test in front of them to see how their season's yeah. going to be and how good it's good, you know. But then again, we always joke Calgary's so bad at home. I tweeted out today, I'm like, you watch play Devil's Advocate. The Flames won five in a row on the road. They'll probably lose five out of six at home just because that's what they do. You know? so, <laughs> so, you know, we'll see. But yeah, so that's what that's yeah, what we'll Philly's see. got looking at. Okay, so last question as always. Give me your prediction for the final score in this game. Oh, um, well, let's see. Uh, I'll go Calgary. I think Calgary is going to win like four to two. I think it'll be something like that. I think, okay. you know, I, I don't expect Jacob Markstrom to stop, you know, pitch another shutout, um, but I don't expect them to get blown out. I think the Flames are going to come home. Sutter's wants Calgary to be a tough place for teams to play where it hasn't been recently. Mm. Um, so I think they're buying into his system. And I think it's, it's funny when people were like, there's no way all these fast, young, you know, speedster guys like Lindholm and Gaudreau are, they're never going to be able to buy in and play Sutter style hockey. And it's uh, Johnny Gaudreau. I've never seen him play more two way defense in his career since Sutter's been in, Oh wow! Um, you know, so it's, I think, I think Philadelphia is in for a, in for a, not a treat, I would say, uh, <laughs> on Saturday. I, I'd say Flames 4-2. Okay. Both of the games so far on this Western Canada swing have been barn burners. So I'm just going to hope that continues because it's fun. And I'm going to say 5-3 Flyers. 5-3 Flyers. Okay. 5-3 Flyers. All right. Yeah. Well, that would mean that Vladar is probably playing on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. I don't Mark know if he gets a lot of goals. Yeah, I, I don't might know if he's getting five past Markstrom, but... but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> You get five past Markstrom, good on you. <laughs> that's, <laughs> all right, that's fair. I mean, I could be all overconfident, right. too, just because of how well they're playing. So. Well, you know, that's what we're supposed to do, right? We're supposed to exactly. be homers. We're yeah, exactly. bloggers. We're not professionals. <laughs> There's nothing professional about me. So that's what okay. people say. Anyway. <laughs> all right, Mark, thank you for doing this. Where can the people find you? Uh, they can find us on the web at www.matchsticksandandgasoline.com, uh, at matchsticks.cgy on Twitter and Instagram. Um, if you really, for some reason, want to follow me or talk to me or get my hot hockey takes or hot Miami Dolphins takes, um, <laughs> I don't even know my Twitter address. Apparently. Oh, uh, it's at mparklax, L-A-X. So uh, for some reason, if you want to talk to me you could find me there i don't know why you would but <laughs> i realized that for a job the, at the start of this i said match six and flames that's not the name of your blog at all that's okay it's no big deal do you know what i didn't even catch it how's it. that sound well i mean match i was close it's a flames yeah, listen, blog. It, it turns match sticks and gasoline turn into flames so it's no big deal you there we go you, you can overdub it afterwards just go gasoline you know put it over. <laughs> That, that would actually be hilarious, but I won't do it. I, I let everyone see my mistakes in these things all the time because it makes me laugh. But oh, we do the same thing. If you can see how many times I screw up and can't stick the landing at the end of the podcast, mm -mm. you'd be amazed. I think I've done it like once, like perfectly. <laughs> the rest of the time I spell the website wrong or I stumble over like when the game's happening. Like, so yeah. yeah, I mean, we're all doing our best down here. Exactly. We're trying. That's all that yeah. matters. Thank you again, Mark. Everyone go and visit matchsticks and gasoline learn a little bit about the calgary flames ahead of this game mark i hope you enjoy it that 10 p.m start for both of us yay 
Oh, those those weekend. There's nothing like writing a recap at 109 on <laughs> yeah, right. Sunday morning. Oh, what a party. Crazy. I know. Well, that's what I, that's what I get for making bad decisions when I was like 12 years old and picking this as my hockey team. There you <laughs> so, go. Awesome. Kelly, thank you so much for having us. It's always fun talking with you guys. It sure is. Thank you very much. Everyone enjoy the game. Go Flyers.